Hi, <laughs> welcome to Shortcraft. I'm Allison Colarossi here with Dr. David Colarossi, and we have been gone for a while. It's been we we got well, we got canceled a little bit. We had a little. I got a small. We had a small. <laughs> we had a little hiccup. We had a hiccup. I made some errors. It took some time to reflect on my errors. This is like a formalized, uh, yeah. like celebrity um, apology. I'm not sure. Like, I think really what happened was I heard a snippet of the story and commented, and it was a good lesson for me. You got to get way closer to the mic. It was a good lesson for me to not. Um, you should really know the whole story before you just um, make judgments without hearing any of it. You know, I don't know. Here's my honest opinion: is I don't know. I don't know where. I'm not sure how I feel about it because I feel like. Like we're not, we're not going. We're not getting famous with this shrink wrap thing, right? The, the this is just really a, a fun time for you and I to get together and talk. And so I brought up Rachel Hollis, and and we didn't have all the information, and we just reacted to it. And I think that our reaction maybe had was short sighted, but it was just our like reaction to it. And it was it was just a surprise to me how like quickly it went downhill when people saw it. And my, my only fear is that it makes this, which is why we haven't done it, right? It's like we've been less excited to do it because it made it less fun because we're like, oh, my God. Like people do listen and have opinions. And, and if, we, if we're too off the cuff, then it makes other people feel bad. You know, I don't know. It, I didn't think through the implications of it. Agreed. So, But we are back and we are excited because. Season two. Season two. We watched the Pink documentary. And I'm a pink super fan. By the way, she's a super fan of pink, pink, Britney Spears. Like all my contemporaries. But pink, like I definitely remember when pink came to the stage with her song um, when I was in high school. There you go. Looking pitiful. Oh, my God. I love that song. And um, I just love all of her music. And I loved the documentary. And she is way more normal than Britney Spears is. It did come in, it, 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 it came She's, in stark contrast to Britney Spears yeah. as far as her level of functioning. Yeah. I feel bad. Now that, now that we, the Britney Spears documentary came, documentary came out, then I started following her on Instagram. And I am, I mean, uh, Britney Spears is not something she's doing well, I don't think. Well, just anyway, let's talk about Pink. Mm -hmm. Because um, I loved the documentary. If you haven't seen it, she is like a total superhero and like a little superhero rock star. Um, it's just amazing. She takes her kids on tour with her and she's just like trying to do it all. And like just such a badass in every way. Allison saw the documentary. I think you did you watch it this morning the first time? No, I watched it um, Friday night. Watched it Friday night and then tonight she made me watch it. And then Allison watched the entire <laughs> thing again. And then stands next to the, the TV and, and is dancing with Pink through, through every There's move. There's so many things. Like, I didn't get to see her Billboard Music Award. She just got an Icon Award tonight. And apparently she performed with her daughter, her nine-year-old daughter. Which, by the way, Pink, if you ever know this, like, I tried so hard to get my son to take dance lessons with me. Like, I think she's my spirit animal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she like I also tried really hard to do those acrobatic things that you do, but I cannot, and I performed poorly on the monkey bars tonight. So, so we watched Pink, 
or she watches Pink on Friday, and then we go, we take the kids to the park, and Enzo's on the monkey bars, and Alice is like, let me show you how to <laughs> Let me show you how to do that. It was less. It was less impressive than. I, it was almost to pink stand. I think I just, you're right. There. I feel like my bottom half is too heavy to I be know, doing. Minus two. <laughs> minus two. Anyway, great documentary, and I think we should talk about a few things that she does. Like she's always done really well, but she's kind of like Madonna in this, where she can just. Like, it doesn't matter where she is. Like, it, she just can, tr- like, reinvent herself so many different ways. And her music reinvents, and it's just so awesome. And um, I like her marriage. But, I, I mean, we you don't get to see much of it. But it just seems like her husband seems like a good dude. He's pretty handsome, too. Yeah, I think he's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's a good guy. I also think, uh, I mean, my only... Like criticism, for, criticism for the documentary and for Pink is, you know, like her her brand is that she is she does all these things right. She's a mom and she's a rock star and she does it her way, and you know the, the documentary goes out of its way to show how Pink like you know cuts fruit for the kids and gets some packs some snack for their day trips and all this kind of stuff, um, and then it was it, it, you sort of realize at the end of the show that they have help like putting the kids to bed. Like there's a scene where Pink and Carrie Hart are laying on the couch talking, and then they kiss the kids good bed, and the kid, the kids, good kiss the kids good night, and they head off, and you're like, well, who's putting those kids to bed? So they must have help, and it's like I feel like she should have said, we have help. Here's our nanny or whoever yeah. it is that's supporting them. Yeah, because the average person watches that, and if you don't, if you're not paying attention, you're thinking that she's doing this entire tour. And being a full-time mom, and I don't think that's the... My assumption is that that's not accurate. Well, I it's probably not. And, you know, that was, like, a big thing. I do feel like it's important to tell moms that you do have help. Like, you, you talk about your 23 luggage cases. You're not, you're not schlepping them by yourself up the stairs from hotel room to hotel. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, thought that I, was, I feel like you would do that. You would have 23 suitcases. I mean, if I was pink, like I don't have that much stuff, but like I would definitely have as much sparkles as her on stage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Alice like- she is so into pink. <laughs> she is, she she is so into pink at all times. Like she goes at all times. I hear her in the bathroom just playing pink songs. I don't know what you're doing in there, but I have all. So I taught group fitness for twenty years, and so I feel like I've been able to follow because of that pink. I just like love everything about her. Love the music. Love the beats. Okay. What else do you want to talk about? We did a whole hour. I think. <laughs> Sorry. I, um. The other thing, like, what? How cool would it be to be her, like, her kids, um, to travel the world? I think it would be hard, but also like, travel the world in that way. Yeah, I thought her explanation. You know, she had an explanation where she was saying, you know, I recognize that it's not a traditional upbringing or childhood, but you know, she's excited about the fact that her kids get to interact with people every day that did things their way, followed their passions and are super excited about their lives. And I think that being exposed to that when you are a eight year old kid has got to be, I think probably fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I think when, you know, when the kids 13, maybe not, but right now. Yeah. I think it's, it's I, I think it's cool. And they are very cute kids. Um, so we'll be going to the next Pink concert. We are for sure going to the next Pink concert. I want really good tickets. 
Okay. <laughs> Hint. We'll be sitting front, front row at the next big concert. <laughs> Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, which I'm really sad about, is another person that I have listened to since high school. Um, Adam Carolla got divorced. Did you hear that? I was super bummed about that because he was like a big advocate for marriage. Huge advocate for yeah, marriage. Yeah, family and education is his thing. Not, a, not really education. Family. I think he thinks that, the, that what uh, leads to success is family and education. Okay. Not college education, but focusing on education for his kids. I don't mean that he's a higher education guy, but I think he thinks school is important. Well, and he's similar to Pink in this way. Like, Pink really wants to, like, believes in marriage and happy mm -hmm. marriage, and I think he did too. <laughs> I like how you found a way to connect it back to Pink. <laughs> <laughs> so Adam Carolla, just as a side note, Adam Carolla, so both of us, Allison and I both like Adam Carolla, but there was a period when you were a sales rep where you were driving, she was driving like three hours a day. Oh, more. And I like literally thought Adam Carolla and I were best friends and he did not know me. So whenever Adam comes to Colorado, we, we have to go. And like he, I get so sad when it's over. <laughs> She'll be she'll be watching. He's doing you know he's do, he's a stand up and she'll be watching and she turns to me and she goes, "I'm so sad it's gonna end." Like we're like ten minutes into the show and she's already sad. She's grieving his loss. I'm a super fan. You are, and he You're doesn't totally like well, during that time of my life. I feel like when I was I don't know I was in my twenties when I was go, driving like I was driving one way, like seventy miles, and I would listen to him and I just like we just. I just loved him. He was yeah. hilarious. But yeah. I feel like I started being like him. Like, I'd rant like him when I listened to him all the time. <laughs> She's like the... <laughs> the, uh, the, the problem is that you... I, th I feel like you like his attitude, but you don't have his detail orientation. So... <laughs> and so I feel, I feel like it strikes differently when, when you're irritated <laughs> versus when he is. <laughs> anyway, Adam, I'm so sorry for that... Um, there's so many divorces right now. There are a lot. Can I say one more thing about Adam? Just, yeah. Just it, it, as you compare it to other people that are getting divorced, I do like the fact that he was, was transparent about feeling like a failure and that he's embarrassed and he's ashamed of himself. And I, I feel like his, not ashamed of himself, but ashamed that he couldn't make it work. I feel like his uh, level of transparency around the divorce was better than some of the other people. Yeah. That, you know, that sort well, of... Well, he seems... Like, when he was saying it on his show, he seems super devastated about it. Mm -hmm. Like, it almost... Like, um, like you never hear his voice crack ever, and it, like, cracked like he was, like, still yeah, emotional talking yeah, about it. Yeah, I think he's quite disappointed. And I'm sad, too. I was depressed for a few days. I don't know why I get like that after I find out about it. Because you think that we're going to get... I think, you, I think you think that if Adam Carolla can't make a marriage work, then me and you can't make a marriage work. I don't, maybe, but I can't, like, articulate that. I don't, I don't, like, consciously think about that, but it did make me just sad for, so just get, why are you, it was, I thought, I, I assumed that was, that, that I might assumed. be it, that might be it, I don't know, but what do you think about all these, like, high-profile, like, Melinda and Bill Gates divorce? It turns out Bill Gates, I mean. He was hanging out with Epstein. That's I, gross. All these people hang out with that guy. Like, so many people hang, hung out with Epstein. How gross is that? Why are dudes so gross? Let's talk okay, about it. Okay, hold on. <laughs> or hold on. <laughs> Just to be clear, we don't know what he did with Epstein. 
that's Epstein true. had a lot of Epstein had a lot of money. I mean, your brother got contacted by Jis Lane or whatever. Jis right? Maxwell when he was when he was a student producing research, and he would had the money been offered, your brother would probably. I mean, what, what you don't know you don't know where this who this guy really is, and so I can imagine that Bill Gates is trying to fundraise or for whatever reason. It's a, I think it's possible that it was totally in, in Bill Gates' mind. You know, just a guy that had a lot of dough. You know what I mean? That is possible. However, I think Bill was on that plane. Or not Bill. Yeah, yeah Bill was on that plane a lot. <gasps> With Bill Clinton. Wasn't he? Is that, isn't that what the th- they were saying? I don't know. There was some, some plane rides. I don't know. So I, I, <laughs> With Prince super, Andrew. It's and- super. <laughs> that guy makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> so I don't, I don't, we don't, the real truth is we have no idea. But and it doesn't. But seem. it is. But it is like a lot of high-profile people are getting divorced. I think twenty twenty slash first half of twenty one really. Okay, so what do you think? Knock some what's people the, down. What's the mechanism there? Is it that they're they're at home? You know, people are at home more, stuck with looking across the table at the same person. They don't like that person, or is it that people are depressed and you know beleaguered and just agitated and, and you know start. You know, just like they change their kitchens, they start changing their relationships. What do you think causes it? Yeah. I mean, I think you're like, there's no, like in 2020, there was zero outlet. You know, like you, all of a sudden, like before, like especially the high profile people, like Rachel Hollis, they would travel all the time so they could like decompress. Mm -hmm. Then they were just like stuck with their annoying partner. Yeah, it's probably, you know how there's like a, there's, you know how there's periods in a marriage where you're more like, like you're, you're, when you first get married, there's kind of an uptick in chances of divorce. And then seven years, there's an uptick. And then I think there's maybe one at, I can't remember if there's one in the, in when the, the teens, kids leave. But then like at 20, yeah, 18 years, kids leave, 20 years, kids leave, there's another uptick because the kids are out of the house and you, you know, you're having breakfast with this person who you've not been paying attention to. You've been raising kids and you go, oh my God, I, this is the wrong relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. And I wonder if 2020, you know, you could no longer travel away from that person. And now you're just stuck there staring at me and go, oh, my God, I don't, I don't even like this person. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's sad. But I think it's... I, I Why don't we say, ask a marriage and family therapist? What? <laughs> I, I, always, I hate when David says, I don't know. <laughs> like she, but just, you know, she also hates it when I make things up. Which I I feel like I do a lot of making up. I'm happy to make it up. To, I can I can just make something up for you. <laughs> what 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 are you saying? I was just thinking about how like I was at a kindergarten brunch for my kids. Like this is the first time I got to meet all the kindergarten moms. So there was like a, a brunch at one of the moms' houses, and um, they were like, "Oh, what's it like being married to a psychologist? Like the same?" You said it was perfect. They're like, does he psychoanalyze you? And I was like, no. And it's really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, which part's annoying? What's the worst? Th- what's the worst part about being married to me? As is being a psychologist. Yeah, yeah and I don't want my personal flaws, but the, <laughs> the psychology part. Yeah. When you when we're in a fight and you say that I am, I could be no, dying. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Let's, that won't be flattering. <laughs> It's not flattering. All right, go but ahead. The world go ahead, say, go ahead. You could say it. If we're in a fight, sometimes David tells me that the state would pay him to diagnose me. And I feel like <laughs> that's mildly abusive. Do you agree? Hold on. 
I think we should have some context for this. Okay. Uh, you don't think I deserve some context? I just feel like you shouldn't try to defend yourself. Let on me this start one. by saying, <laughs> hold on. Let me start by saying that John Gottman, a very famous researcher, says that the key to keeping a marriage together is not whether or not you fight or how appropriate you are when you fight, but it is that when you're fighting, the other person know like, that there's at some level an acknowledgement of you're still connected. So if you're fighting and you're making jokes and connecting, then that make your your chance of getting through that is better. So if I tell her that I would diagnose her in that moment, I feel like there's a, while you probably don't love it when I say that, but it is a joke. So I feel like let's I'm okay. take a vote on that. <laughs> but you know, she, hold on. She knows is it's it a joke. called gaslighting? <laughs> no, it's not called gaslighting. You've not been gaslit. Jeez. I'm just kidding. But he did do that a few times. And I will continue to do that. I think it's funny. Okay, can we talk about something else? I like to, I'd like to talk about Ellen. Ellen and Chrissy Teigen. Tell me about them. So... Well, here's what I want to talk about is Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. So, th- so these two, the reason why I'm, I'm ca- framing it as Mean Girls is because they both, uh, k- kind of. So the story is, I'm sure you have heard, Ellen, 2020 was a rough year for Ellen. Like in March of 2020, it came out that she was, you know, her whole, her whole like mantra is be nice. She's nice Ellen, right? But I think that people have heard, you know, that she maybe is not always so nice to her I heard staff. she's a tyrant. Like um, I think I heard it from Adam Carolla. Yes, but like for a long time, people have talked about that murmur, and then in March, like her own staff was saying, she's a nightmare to work with, or or her, she is, or the producers are, or whatever, and eventually it turned into a huge thing, they they shut down the show, there was an investigation, right, this whole big thing came out, what do you, I feel like I'm I'm interrupting you. No, I was just thinking, I was like, what does it mean to be a nightmare to work with, is she just like intense, like I heard Martha Stewart is like hard to work with too. I don't know. I mean, I don't know the specifics. All okay. I know is that it's like workplace bullying. She wasn't friendly, aloof, aggressive. What, you know, what, just whatever. Just enough that her staff are saying she's not fun to work with. Not nice. Do you think she wasn't living her values? I don't know if she wasn't living her values or, I, mean, I just don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm outside of my. Okay. It, all I can just tell you, staff was unhappy enough that there was an internal investigation at the Ellen show. Wow. Okay. And then they started up again, and there was more allegations that continued. And then Ellen's contract ended, and she decided, I don't want to re-up. And so her show ended. Hmm. So she wasn't like, like everybody's saying she got fired or she was like directly canceled. She wasn't, but I think she just goes, there's just too much heat here. This is not fun for me anymore. I'm out. Mm-hmm. And then Chrissy Teigen, who you know who that is? I think I, she's like a... Model or something. Yeah, she yeah. was a model. I think. I mean, she's a model. I think she does some acting, but she's like fame. At least I know her because she's like a massive Twitter warrior, and she's like super aggressive. Usually funny. Do you tweet? But aggressive. Do you tweet? No. But how do you know that? Because Yahoo News picks up every okay. other Chrissy okay. Teigen tweet. Because she she does like go after people. Mm. Well. All of us, I don't know why, but all of a sudden people are talking about her being a mean girl online. That she's, her tweets, 
which apparently are pretty aggressive, both what she actually tweets and then she'll direct, she'll DM people things like you should cut yourself or kill yourself or like super, like pretty intense things. <laughs> and then she and it comes from she her, goes, not her people. Comes from her. It's like a little bit like Trump. Yes. <laughs> and what they're saying is it's a, it's a little bit like you have this person who, Chrissy Teigen is, I think she's like a champion of the people and she's going <laughs> after folks that she thinks are not nice to people. But yeah. she herself is a bully. So anyway, here's the, the question. Why? Why do you have people that are, uh, that are being intentional, like a Chrissy Teigen and an Ellen, who are doing this sort of mean girl behavior? And, you, and separate question, do you think it's fair to call it a mean girl behavior? Is it different for men? I don't think it's fair to call it mean girl. But it does sound... Um, it does, like... And this is, like, a philosophical question. So... Um, like it is interesting that people like virtue signal all the time their values and stuff, but don't live by them. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like how exhausting for them. Like, can they sleep at night? What do you think? Or like, like I think you, they sleep what? fine, but I I just wonder. Like, they like go out into the world and profess like kindness is my thing, and then are, are a huge ass. But like, when no one knows them, when no one sees it, how do you? reconcile that so so I, my theory is like for in for both for ellen and chrissy i think that they are you know you have soup you have these like hyper successful people that think first of all that i think ellen believes that she's nice i think ellen believes that um i don't think ellen's intention is to be mean but i i can imagine that ellen um can go can get so focused in on her perspective and and how important she is that she doesn't realize how she's impacting people. Like I, I have a hard time. I don't. I really have a hard time believing that people are intentionally malicious and mean. But I I just think that she gets you know a little bit narcissistic, just a little bit too hyper focused on herself and doesn't realize what she the wants things is. done or, a certain way. Yeah, or yeah. doesn't or doesn't care about the impact because she's too focused on her. Who is Chrissy Teigen DMing? I mean, the, the famous, the big ones was Lindsay Lohan was the one that she had said, you know. Like Lindsay Lohan needs any more abuse? Did she posted that is some, horrible. She posted something like, "I'm going to butcher this line," but something like, uh, you know, um, Lindsay Lohan etched another, you know, cut across, slit across her wrist after seeing Emma Stone be so successful. Because Emma Stone's a redhead? Yeah. Jeez, Chrissy. <laughs> I know. So it's like super, it's a little bit like. Geez. And it diminishes Emma, Emma Stone right. a little yeah, bit. It's, and it's like just the, things like that. <laughs> but I feel, like in, I feel like the mechanism might be different for Chrissy Teigen, which is she, her brand is to be mean to other people online. Part of it is that she's ruthless. But ruthless in, I, I Can I she imagine, take it too? Or does, can she only dish it out? I don't know, I man. I feel like I'm not an expert on Chrissy Teigen. I just feel like it's the the it's so the 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 hypocrisy is super clear. I just don't think that Chrissy Teigen recognizes that she's doing it because she's. My assumption is that that she is operating in a place which is what I'm doing is right and noble. The the causes or the beliefs that I have are right and are noble, and so it's okay for me to go after people that are 
not right and noble. So I would my thought is, I think she views Lindsay Lohan in this case as something being wrong with her. So for Chrissy, it's okay to attack her. That's my. Oh. my I'm asking you what you think. I'm not. I don't. I'm, that's my assumption. How do you justify this behavior? I I cannot. But it sounds like Chrissy Teigen lacks a little empathy. Like what? I mean. Yeah, I think I think so. I think it's and and I think like. May, I mean, maybe it helps Chrissy's brand for. Is she an actress? I can't. I can't even I picture her right now. I'm clearly out of it. Um, she's. I think she's John Legend's wife. Hold on, I'll show you a picture. But you know what, David? Usually, people that are like that mean to other people usually like are meaner to themselves. You know, isn't that the psychological theory? Okay, here's, here's Chrissy Teigen on Mariah Carey. Why is anyone surprised that Mariah is having twins? I was always pretty positive there were two to 15 babies growing inside of her. <gasps> <laughs> I like how you go. <gasps> yeah. So, not nice stuff here. Can I, can I, since I, since I got it here, can I? Does she have any friends? <laughs> what? Okay, here's, here's the quote that I was trying, that I butchered. Talking about Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay adds a few more slits to her wrists when she sees Emma Stone. That was in 2011. So there's been like sort of years of Chrissy not being super nice, but she's got a ton of Twitter followers. So people think she's, this is part of her brand. Okay. Well, I mean, maybe it helps her. It just seems like I just couldn't do it to somebody. Like, I don't have that That's in Chrissy me. That's Chrissy Teigen. That's John Legend's wife, I think. Oh, she's very pretty. I'm not interested in her cyberbullying, though. You're not, you're not into that? <laughs> Chrissy, stay away from me. So she's taking a break. She's like doing a self-imposed break from Twitter, I think. She apolog I mean, she's apologizing and whatever. What, did, what was her latest? Nasty. It was about some, but I, I don't know. It's about some other person that I don't know who that is. But she just got too mean, and the, the other person she was. Um, so like, yeah. So the headline is Chrissy Teigen got rich setting the cancel culture norms that now bite her. Bullying scandal. Oh, I mean, take a break from being mean. You might feel better about yourself because yeah. usually mean people are meaner to themselves, right? Didn't you tell me that? What? What did I tell you? Like, mean people are probably meaner, like, judgy mean people, people on the high. What is the high judgment score called on the IDI? It's just different. It's a different thing. Okay. That's totally different. That's not, but, but what, I, what, you, what I was telling you is that, I'm sure, I mean, you've probably heard before that hurt people hurt people. Yeah. That? Yeah. But I don't know. I can't, uh, I don't know if that she's a hurt person or that she just but is. Like, you think, but you think in Hollywood culture where they're all competing for the same roles, like beautiful mm. <laughs> young thing for this role. They all probably go and audition for similar roles all the time. Maybe Lindsay went one out for Mean Girls and Chrissy didn't get the part. I don't know. You know what I mean? I bet it's like a rough go around yeah. there. I'd be scared of them. Rough all. go and then I and then I wonder if you're if you are successful as she has been. <laughs> I think she was on Wayne's World. I think if you're successful like she has been then maybe you think you're better than people. Like, I think she definitely operates from the mindset that, you know, she can be the great evaluator. Queen B over there. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, that's my, that's my latest bit of pop culture. Anything else you want to talk about today? No, school is almost out, so 
Summer is here. It is. Just We're, as a side I'm note, excited the, about the it. The whole camp game is shocking. That you have that, that which I never even thought about when school ends. Now we have kids that we have to work and we have to figure out what we're going to do with our kids during the summer. And it's like a mad dash to find summer camps. It's really good that you have me. Yeah, my wife takes care of my, <laughs> my Sherpa takes care of all that. You should tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me. What, how long has this been going? This is going too long. We'll tell it on the next one. We'll tell it on the next one. No, I'll just tell, can I tell it now? Okay. Okay. So, bear, I feel like this is going to be, this is not a very flattering <laughs> podcast for me, but do you ever have a dream where you are, you know, I think about a dream as like just parts of your brain get stimulated when you're, when you're dreaming. And so like, usually it's a inco. my dreams are typically pretty incoherent. So I had a dream and I was getting a tattoo on my calf. And I had a, it was, I was tattooing a slogan that I had created for myself, which was, live your life like you have a Sherpa. And I was thinking, like when I woke up, I go like, that was a really coherent thought. And I like that slogan because I was thinking, live your life like you have a Sherpa means that you should aspire to climb Mount Everest. You should aspire to do these huge things as even if you don't have a safety net or even if you don't have somebody supporting you, you should act as if you have that energy and that support system and you have a safety net. Like, don't, don't, don't filter. What's wrong? No, oh, I just uh, had a yawn. I was like, holding it in. <laughs> you look like you were going to start crying. All right. So, but so this whole idea, my, the thought was like, that's what it means to live your life. Like a sure. You just go out and follow your dreams as if someone was going to catch you. So I come out, Allison's up. I come out and I go, Al, you're not going to believe this dream I have in a slogan. And Allison took it very differently. So what did you think of my dream? I am his Sherpa. That's what I took it, and I did not appreciate it. So for like the last so two weeks. Let's go back to Fed Up, the book. Yeah. Geez. I hope you never read that book again. <laughs> so then it went like the last two weeks, every time I that Allison does things for me, she tells me about how I'm misusing her as my Sherpa. Agreed. Yep. All right, so that's it. That's the story. Other than that, I'm a really nice husband. I do some good I, things, right? You're a great husband. Yeah. All right. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Pink, we love you. Adam, we love you. Chrissy and Ellen, we don't, the jury's still out. We're, we don't know you. Anyway. All right. Thank see you. See you next time. <laughs>